I figured we'd celebrate Pride Month by having a uh, gay conservative come on. I, th- I think it's appropriate for the month. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it is my honor to welcome a very fabulous and fearless guest. He is one of, if not the most dangerous person in politics and journalism. He's a New York Times bestselling author and one of the most censored men in the world. That is not an understatement. Um, our own President Barron said Penn State, quote, dodged a serious bullet, unquote, when this man's speaking stop here was canceled, sadly. But now he is at Penn State. He is here. Milo Yiannopoulos, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. Now, the one thing I'm just going to start off with is because I've been following you for quite a long time. Uh, I've always been a fan of yours. But how did you go from the guy who broke Gamergate to being banned from literal continents that you just can't even walk on now? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll get some Republican, conservative, libertarian uh, commentators who like to associate themselves with the strong. So some male commentators are always banging on about the military. Now, I bow to nobody in my respect and reverence and affection for veterans, the military, and all the rest of it. But there's a degree of theatricality about all the genuflection sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel the need to constantly ally myself with the strongest people I can think of. I like to uh, stand up for the underdogs. I like to stick up for people who don't have um, the voice or the courage or the confidence or whatever to do it for themselves. Because to my mind, proper embodiment of the heroic masculine virtues, if you like, mm. is it the weak, the, the strong should protect the weak. And I got involved in this Gamergate thing, which was basically, you know, a bunch of nerds. And I am a nerd. I'm a, I'm a complete dork myself. <laughs> I, like fall, I fall asleep to, to Star Trek Voyager. I don't care who knows about it. Um, <laughs> These guys were being pummeled to death by by feminist crazies who were claiming that video games of all hobbies and if you any if you know any gamers, um, not just like casual people who play like the NBA games or whatever, but actual real hardcore gamers, they're not only like mostly kind of probably left wing, but they're also like the nicest, sweetest, most accommodating, most lovely people because they're all like kind of you know they're all basic basically it's a bunch of misfits and I love them because I'm a misfit, so. As they were getting pummeled to death by these feminists, by these these progressive journalists who were saying that uh, you know straight white male is the easiest difficulty setting, importing all this social justice garbage mm-hmm. from uh, gender studies and race studies and all the rest of it into the hobby, and no one else was was telling the other side of this story. The press, as we now know, is in, in its infinite dishonesty, um, is able to characterize um, well, just 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 does the most appalling things to people. So you had this 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 kind of consumer uprising against politicized coverage. And it was the first kind of revolt against journalism, without which the later kind of journalism hatred from the Trump uh, voters would not have been possible. In fact, I don't think Trump would have been possible without this video game thing, Um, which was being mischaracterized by the press as a sort of, uh, uh, as an uprising of misogyny and racism. And I just could not believe the the degree of, of dishonesty and disingenuousness from these journalists. And I felt like I should do something about it. And I did. Yeah, and that's one thing I notice in your journalism is that if there's anything I will like say is the best way to describe it, it's authentic. You're not afraid, as we saw in your recent article on Dangerous.com, to call out Kalen Robertson, to call out these people that seem like they're allies or that you know nobody else is saying what's needed to be said, but you still are willing to say it. Well, I do the reporting nobody else wants to. 
and I say the things that nobody else dares to, and I go for the people that everyone else is scared of. And sometimes, you know, that that can have negative consequences for me. But at this point, I don't care too much. I'm not too worried. About I just want what do you have to, to lose stuff. now? You're playing uh, with house no, money. No, no, exactly. Look, I like to stick up for the underdog. Like I said, that's what I've always cared about the most. That's what I've always been um, motivated by in my life. Yeah, and that is always going to be unpopular with people. You've got people on your own side who are like, you know, why are you just wasting your time on these losers? Well, actually, in the case of the video game thing, it's like uh, the, the video game industry is actually bigger than Hollywood. It is a double-digit billion-dollar business. Mm. Right? You know, it, is, it is colossal, and it's growing at this extraordinary rate. It is going to be the primary entertainment medium mm. for every generation after ours, and not a single conservative journalist knows anything about it except me. None of them. And that's so shocking and so stupid and so short-sighted. This is not just a bunch mm -hmm. of losers. This is the future of our entertainment industry and the, the future of our, of our creative, the creative wing of our civilization. And to some degree, the Trump election itself is an election of losers, right? It's the losers from globalization. It's the people who got left behind. Mm -hmm. It's the people whose industries don't exist anymore, who are just saying, you know what, actually, maybe we could slow this down maybe look after the people we have in this country before we import a bunch more uh you know in in a way trump so the trump election is the kind of it's the it's the misfit rebellion and that's very much in tune with how i see the world and i guess maybe i don't know the, the gay lobby and and public homosexuals these days incredibly boring um one note communist losers but but i always thought being gay was about being dissident and mischievous and mm. pushing the envelope and 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 I've spoken in interviews at length about this, so I won't bore you with it now. But <laughs> but it just it just felt like a natural affinity to me to for, for me to stick up for for the people that nobody else wanted to. Yeah. So <clears throat> I I was a very big fan of your work over there as well. Like I I've, I've been a gamer all my life, and when I saw that, I, and like really what brought me into it was uh, Mr. Medicare's, or I guess it would have been Aaron Aristocrat at the time. His right right great series on that, but. Now, kind of changing gears uh, back to you know, the introduction, I know uh, my friend mentioned that you were banned from Penn State. We were like, you you originally supposed to go to a Penn State campus tour, but it was canceled. Now, do you feel that the cancellation was sabotaged by outside forces or an inside job within the people who were supposed to set it up? I mean, I can't speak to that. I know that... Um... Obviously, a lot of this happens through booking agents, and uh, so there's a lot of. I'm I'm several degrees removed from some of the negotiations and some of what happens in a lot of these cases. But I will tell you that, you know, a lot of good is done by campus organizations like Turning Point, but they don't do a very good job. I mean, look, there isn't there isn't a Turning Point chapter president. Maybe there's four who don't like me. They're all massive, rabid Milo fans. All the Turning Point members love me, but have they ever invited me to do anything? No. And this is because I think that the, you know, the, the leadership is timid. And I have, I do ob inevitably, obviously, of course, hear about sabotages that come from YAF and YAL. I mean, uh, Young America's Foundation is completely run by, you know, um, it, it is it is effectively a wing of the of the Daily Wire at this point. I second uh, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from no, experience. It's fine. That's one strand of conservatism, but it isn't even the most, it isn't the strand of conservatism that's in the White House. Yep. It isn't the strand of conservatism that is the most popular, most persuasive. It isn't the strand of conservatism that's the most fun. It isn't really. It, it, it is yesterday's conservatism. It is a form of conservatism that is dying. It is, it is basically dead. It is gone. It does not 
uh, cohere whatsoever with the base, with the actual Republican voters in, in America at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing it, it can, coheres with is a couple of, of um, greedy, self-interested, um, you know, what's in, in, in Washington, D.C. And it's never interested me very much. Uh, I, as far as, yeah, as far as the individual politics go, I have, I have observed remarkable wars inside you know college republican groups oh we've had that here right they didn't support trump here want to be who who are scared about not being invited to the right drinks parties when they get to washington dc after they graduate because they were associated with somebody from you know the from the trump side of the fence or whatever and i'm just thinking well okay okay, fine i get it i get the self-interest that's fine (laughs) but the extent to which they will try to sabotage and um, savage and bad mouth and all the rest of it is really it, they're, they, they tend to be of the two sides the slippery, slimy, underhand mean, vindictive um, I'm trying to keep my language clean, I know it's a family show <laughs> I appreciate but, um, it <laughs> I, can't, I we, can't use any of the nouns that I was building up to <laughs> we um, don't want to get banned but, again on here <laughs> so thank no, you. I know, I just, everywhere I go I'm censored uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I can't um uh, I can't use any of the words I want to, but but I think you get the idea. Yeah. Uh, they do tend to be the more underhanded and slippery. Why? Because just like the left, they can't win in a fair fight. They can't win on the merits. They can't they can't put it to a vote because they'd lose. So they do this nasty kind of quiet sabotage. And uh, you know, I, I get it. Fine. Um, that's that's their that's their thing. They can't they can't win on the open playing field. So they leverage their influence and slipperiness instead. Um, but. But ultimately, this is a movement that is dying, that is dead. I have had a lot of trouble getting booked on campuses because of the sort of um, uh, internal sabotage you're alluding to. I honestly, Mm -hmm. I I can't help you in your campus war by giving you a definitive (laughs) answer in this particular case. I'm very sorry to tell you. I would love to help. Uh, But but, um, I can't give you any definitive evidence, but I'm I'm happy to look uh, for it after the show. And we can can talk about that perhaps uh, another occasion. But um, I, I do know it happens a lot. That's great. Thank you. Um, And I understand completely. As a Turning Point president, and I would love to have you come here, I will say for the longest time, it was hard to contact you until you opened up Telegram, which I was glad you did. Um, well, I was retired, darling. I basically <laughs> was finished. I mean, no, no, no. I, no, I, I won't because I made. I'm look. I made millions of dollars on my book, and uh, I was very I happy. It. I got married. I've been in love. I've been living in New Jersey. It's been all very good. Aww. And then, of course, you know that they ban this, they ban that, they shut down my. I, I can't even sell T-shirts anymore. So I've been yeah. forced out of retirement by two two things really. The first one is is I, I need to, I need to make some money again because I thought I'd be able to just live off my resi- residuals forever, but no. Um, and the second thing is I realized that actually my, my work on my work on earth is not yet done. Uh, I thought, you know, I was one of the seven people who put a president in office. I've achieved more than 99.9% of people ever will and 99.9997% of journalists ever will. Um, you know, as an activist, as a journalist, as a, a media figure, I have accomplished so much at such a young age. I can die happy. Like, I mm. I have nailed it in, <laughs> in just five years. I, I was a property developer 60 years ago, you know? Mm. I just, I, and just one day I just woke up and said, you know what, I'm going to do some journalism. And, and I absolutely smashed it and i thought you know what i'm good i'm happy but i have been forced back out of retirement so i'm, I'm glad to be in touch with you and and if right. you do want to set up and if we do if you do want to attempt another speech your president saying he dodged a bullet just makes me want to come uh just makes me see i mean come to the speech uh just makes me want to want to well, excuse i'm sorry makes me want okay. to set up a um a speech tomorrow so i think um i think we should talk about that too 
fabulous i'm glad to hear that i I knew you would say that but you know that's what you know that's what we love to hear because i'm not gonna lie a lot of us in this room we're not afraid to cause trouble here in the right corners Mm -hmm. Uh, well let's do it let's do it now look my model isn't like other people so so when when the i won't even speak his name but when the daily wire tendency (laughs) um (laughs) exerts its influence what they what they do is they'll they'll just go to donors and they'll get like Twenty-five or, or you know thirty thousand dollars in their back pocket. Show up, read a speech they've given a million times before, do a couple of questions, and leave. I don't do it like that. I prefer to take a um, a cut of ticket sales because, and you have to be quite a big star to be able to do that because it's so much riskier. But I think it's fairer. I think it's better. It means you don't need any upfront money, and it also means um, that when I leave, I leave the turning point chapter or the college republicans or whatever it is richer than when i found them rather than 25k out of pocket so this is this is how i much prefer to do it versus the people who are literally just in it for the shackles so um i will um i'll be happy to do that model <laughs> with you if you're if, if, if you if you'd like to do that it, it sounds like fun let's, let's get it I, I really i'm out of retirement now so <laughs> let's get let's get back to business love it love it all right uh so a few weeks ago we were we were talking about the uh, vada x vod adpocalypse yeah that's a big word yeah that's a, that's a real big word the what? so the, vo- <laughs> the vox adpocalypse yeah that's what oh, they were trying yes, to say yes, sorry, of course. Yeah, yes. the, yeah so we we had uh sticks hex and hammer on and it was a pretty good conversation and and like like while we were having the conversation i saw that you were you were pushing for like kind of pushing for a band crowder well, of course. Well, <laughs> my question is, my question is, will, will will banning Crowder be enough for change? No, no, no. But it's a start. Mm, um, okay. Look, things things occur to me that, that feel completely obvious that to everybody else are just mystifying and confusing. And I'm always, I always seem to be like four or five years ahead of everybody else. The stuff that I hear on Fox News is like, yeah, I was saying that in 2015. Oh my god, I'm bored. Um, so it just seems it seems completely obvious to me that the only way for us to uh, to to forge a new future for conservative media, the conservative media ecosystem is in tatters, it's in ruins. The only way for us to forge a new future based on the talent and popularity of uh, of stars, and not on whether they can call Texan billionaires and and you know uh, and and get told what to say and buy their way into popularity, not mentioning any names. <coughs> um, <laughs> whether well, you know people 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 that people actually like and want to listen to and say something different from one week to the next, rather than just repeating the same talking points that they've been paid to say. <coughs> um, <laughs> I think that we. I think we need, I think we need the conservative <laughs> ecosystem, the media ecosystem in ruins. We need a Goethe Demerung. We need a Ragnarok from which the, <laughs> you know, the, the valiant will rise again. Look, Gavin McGuinness, Paul Joseph Watson, Miley Anopoulos, mm-hmm. Laura Luma. Do you want to be on that side uh, you want, or do you want to be on the other side? I know which side I would pick. <laughs> and, and look, we all know, we all realize now that, that accelerationism is the way to go. The way to win this is we've got to get Crowder, we've got to get Ruben, we've got to get Rogan, we've got to get, we've got to get little Benji. We've got to get all <laughs> of slime balls who did nothing to help us, nothing to stand up against the the the, the censorship. And in Winston Churchill's famous phrase, you know, uh, uh, was it a pacifist or an appeaser is, is a guy who uh, who feeds the crocodile hoping he'll get eaten last. Um, well, now they're just starting to realize that they might be up next. They might get gobbled. And I just want that future here now because it is only from the ruins um, that, that the base will be angry enough 
and the donors will have the veil lifted from their eyes and realize, oh no, you can't just say goodbye to Milo and Gavin, and it's because it's not going to stop there. Mm. It's not going to stop there. They don't even like most people on the left. I mean, when you, when Berkeley burnt down in in February 2017, when I spoke there, the piece of the the the, the most revealing piece of graffiti on the wall above a smashed Wells Fargo ATM was the anarchist A, you know, the A with a circle around it, and the words, Democrats, you're next. These people do not realize that the forces that are trying to uproot and dissolve the, the institutions of our civilization will not, they won't even stop with the Republicans, it, let alone stopping with Malianopolis. So, you know, look, the, the people on our own side who think, oh, well, if I just keep my nose clean and, you know, and if I, and if I write Milo is execrable, 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 it's the word no one can say. No one can say the word execrable, 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 because your, your, your mouth wants to say execrable. Um, no one, I don't even know what it means. Nobody knows what it means. But he puts, he puts this in his, in his in, in little, 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 little short man with the, with the sister nudes, puts it in his, in his uh, introduction to his book and says, and this is the most appalling, disgusting, disreputable, horrendous lie, says in the introduction to his book that I presented ethno-nationalism yeah, uh, yeah. As, a, as a valid alternative to political correctness. I mean, how dare you? How dare you? People wonder mm. why I'm hung up on how, what an evil little dwarf he is. How <laughs> dare you? Um, this is unacceptable, and these people are going to fall next. And the problem for them is, out of the ashes, who is going to rise fastest and furthest? The people who actually have talent. Yeah. And so it's my hope that, you know, the Gavins, the Rogers, the Lauras, the uh, Paul Joseph Watson, the, the Sargon of Picard, and yes, dare I say it, the Malinopolis, we will be the ones who, who will be able to, to reclaim our rightful thrones. Uh, but it can only happen. And, and I, I say this not out of, you know, out of, uh, out of avarice or, or rapaciousness or greed or, or, or lust for fame or whatever, because I was happily retired. As I told you at the beginning of this conversation, I was perfectly happy uh, never to do anything again. But because it's what America needs, because it's the only way that we beat the bad guys. And, and for me, as things currently stand, the big enemy that is facing um, the conservative movement facing the Trump uh, movement, facing the populist nationalist revolution on two continents. The biggest uh, enemy that it has is um, is establishment Republicans, and these are the people who are you know sabotaging uh, from you know other wings of the conservative movement, whether they're college Republicans or whatever it is. Uh, these are. Um, these are the real enemies, and those are the ones. Mm. That's that's why people are always you know going on. Um, attacking your own side or whatever it is right it's because it's called, it's not it's called cleaning house who wants to fight alongside people who are passing on private information and travel itineraries to antifa linked journalists nobody and nobody else is going to tell these stories because everyone else is terrified and, and and cowardly and useless so i'll do it but you need me Trust me, you need me. I might be annoying and obnoxious and foul-mouthed and <laughs> difficult to explain to your parents and, and an embarrassment most of the time, but you need me. So, so that's 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 why I'm very much pro this accelerationism and and Ban Crowder, um, mm -hmm. Owen Schroyer from Infowars. Uh, yes, yeah, I saw that. Day, trying to get him banned because um, well, I posted on Telegram. You can find me on Telegram. It's at Milo Official on Telegram. Yep. You can you can um, uh, you can find me there. Uh, I spent most of the day yesterday trying to get Owen banned uh, in addition to mocking his ridiculous beard. Which is like uh, I was going to say, the uh, only like, reason yeah, I think he should be banned is because of that beard. <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, you know, it, it's enough. It's honestly yeah. enough. Yeah. I mean, 
uh, vegans, cyclists, and Owen Schroy's beard first over the wall. Uh, in, in <laughs> what the, about feminists? In, uh, well, you know, look, I, I, I believe that women can be redeemed. I think women only become feminists because they're handed a victimhood <laughs> script. And I don't want to, you know, I mean, I don't want to start exterminating half a female population. I would much rather reform them. But there are people who are beyond redemption, um, mm. uh, cyclists especially. Understandable. Those are the people that just need to just just need to go. Um, so so look, um, I even I, with with Owen yesterday. Owen's a very good friend, and 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 I, I was I'm trying to get him banned. My advice to you, if you're listening, if you care at all about the free speech agenda, if you care at all at all about controlling immigration, if you care about any of this stuff, one piece of advice for you: just pick your five favorite conservative media figures and start reporting them for hate speech to every social network they're on. <laughs> you are doing, no, honestly, honestly, mm. I'm not kidding. You're doing us all a favor. And I know it sounds absurd and ridiculous and insane, but it is true. Mm. And you will be helping them and us and yourself. Please start reporting your favorite conservative figures for hate speech uh, to Twitter, to Facebook, to YouTube, whoever you can think of, because they've all got to get nuked if we're, gonna, if we're going to claw back mm -hmm. any hope of a healthy, strong, powerful, um, and and effective conservative media ecosystem. Because at the moment, it is not looking good. It's not even looking good for the next election because all of Trump's most persuasive, powerful, effective supporters, they're all gone. Mm -hmm. well, we're and gonna, he's done nothing to save them. Yeah, we've we'll, we'll, been following that on the show a long time, so we're definitely hoping change happens too. We're going to ask one quick question because I don't want to hold you too long. I know you're a visit, very busy man. Uh, well, and then we'll, we'll, I am yeah. now, and this is thanks to people like you trying to drag me out of a blissful <laughs> retirement. Well, that's Phil's fault here. He just started DMing you when you advertise your uh, username and Telegram. That, uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Make me the easy target. Go ahead, please. Fine. Well, I've only got myself to blame. I get it. Fine. Well, <laughs> um, but, but no, thank you for being a, thank you for being so kind as to have me. Um, what, what was your no last problem. question? Yes, uh, Alex, you got that last question? So I did see your uh, Kyle Juan Robertson article, and I thought it was absolutely amazing. However, one thing kind of stuck out to me, because I know a few people like this, and it's really kind of scary. Like, how many sexual ghost writers and fake trads do you think there are within the upper echelons of the conservative <laughs> Oh, well, well, I think that even, even um, not, notwithstanding the FCC uh, regulations to which this show is subject, I believe that I'm still allowed to say trad thought. <laughs> and we had a discussion. <laughs> did you and really? Ideas. Did you? Because it's an abbreviation of something you might not be able to say. Oh, so there, you go, there you go. There you go. It's on the line. I understand, <laughs> but you could just you can always say you can always say he's British. He didn't understand. Now, in um, this this little world of um, pretty girls advocating for traditional lifestyles. I know most of them, and I don't know any of them who live the values they preach. I mm. don't know any of them who practice what they preach. In fact, I happen to know for a fact almost all of them do the exact opposite, um, hurling themselves around various uh, much more talented men uh, in order to uh, basically outsource the hard work to someone else. I don't know, you know, like if, if you're a writer like me, you can produce an essay. So if you go to dangerous.com, the first story up there um, at the moment is, is um, I don't even know if I can read the headline now on this show, but but go go find it. Um, it's uh, it's just a dangerous.com is the first story there. It's a story about how how um, 
these two video makers were, were ripping off, uh, conning, ripping off and endangering a bunch of us. Um, and the, one of their employers, Lauren Southern, probably knew about all, if not most of it, and did nothing to to, to warn anyone and, and laughed along with it and all the rest of it. Uh, this, these, um, I'm sorry, I've completely lost my thread. Uh, That's well, okay. Well, real quick, kind of like a um, like little seg- like a little beside. Oh no, I remember what I was going to say. Sorry, sorry, I remember what I was going <laughs> to say. These women want to outsource the hard work. If, if you if you go and read that essay, and it's about ten thousand words or something, most people would have to spend about four months writing something like that. I can do it in two weeks because I'm really good at my job. Um, but it's it's a it's a a very very it's a combination of natural talent and and hard earned hard learned skill. You know, I've been you know I've been doing it for years now. Um, to write a really good speech takes work, takes grit and determination and knowledge and hard work and, and all kinds of skills. And these girls want to go around and sort of throw their nether regions at men to do all the hard work for them. So all they have to do is show up and read someone else's words looking cute and get all the attention and applause. Ironically, the words they're reading are about saving yourself for marriage and not being a uh, not 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 being a woman of of ill repute, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, and all the rest of it. So, no, I've, I've, I I happen to know most of these people. Um, to answer your question personally, I happen to know most of them uh, personally, if not professionally, and almost without exception, they are hypocrites of the absolute highest order. So I, I would I would encourage you very strongly away from from following people who quite clearly are in it for the attention. And instead, look at more mercurial and uh, contradictory and fascinating and interesting figures. I think Roger Stone is is um, is a he's a very close friend of mine. He's mm. fascinating. I think Alex Jones is fascinating. I think I fall into this category um, because very often what we have to say, you you kind of like even even with people you like, you sort of you end up having your opinion of somebody shaped by headlines. And, and you know, if enough people say, "Oh, Milo's insubstantial. He's got nothing really to say. He's just a he's just a troll. He's just a trickster figure." Well, if you actually listen to many of my college talks or read it, read any of my books, you realize that this is nonsense, right? You realize that this is insane. You realize that this is nonsense. Um, and so, just just pay close attention to primary sources. Go and if somebody's you know, and if somebody's being roundly bad by people you know are bad dudes, like the Daily Wire writers, there's a, if, uh, there's a reasonable chance they're probably okay. And they go and read what they say about themselves and what they say about their beliefs and stop believing other people. Um, and, and that way, you can avoid a lot of the attention seekers and find people who... And sometimes those thinkers are edgy. Well, I mean, they will educate you. I mean, there's a guy called Steve Saylor uh, who blogs um, uh, uh, to a couple of different places. And sometimes his content, I find it very... Uh, some makes it makes me sometimes very uncomfortable because he gets quite close to the to the line on race stuff which i'm not really into mm-hmm. uh at all and, and and yet other things he's he says and draws attention to are fascinating and nobody else no one else covers things quite like he does um i think i probably fall in the same category not in terms of edgy race stuff but just in sort of like my theatrics can sometimes be difficult to defend and in, in if you're you know it all makes sense in the context of the performance or of social media but then you get hauled into like the president's office and, and someone reads out something i've said and said this is the guy you want to bring Huh? It can be quite <laughs> difficult to, to defend, but you've got to. You've got to. And for every for every you know thing that they're, that they're going to bring out, you should bring out something. You know, say, so, well, yeah, well, you know what? The guy's a New York Times bestselling author. He sold two and a half. You know, so he sold two hundred fifty thousand copies of his book. Most influential conservative thinkers, whether you like him or not, of his generation. Yeah, yeah, you damn skippy. We're getting him in. You know. Uh, so that, that's what I would encourage you to do: to avoid these, um, avoid avoid these pretty girls with nothing to say, who are really just 
speaking other men's words, uh, and and look for look for more interesting iconoclastic figures. And you can even find them on the left. I mean, look at uh, look at Camille. Is a feminist, right? Uh, fascinating, brilliant, interesting. Don't agree with her on, on everything, but much of what she says is is brilliant and is at least thought provoking. There's there are interesting people everywhere you look, so don't take the easy option and just pick the hot girl. Uh, look a little harder and find people who actually have something to say. Now, do you think there was more than a purely business relationship between like Stefan and Southern? Like to to like I preface that I've been, like with with Southern, I loved what she did with South Africa and the Borderless documentary. But after reading your like article on that, it kind of really woke me up to what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, so I have no evidence one way or the other. Uh, I have my own private suspicions about it. Um, and I, and I, I'm, I'm going to keep them to myself only because I have no evidence whatsoever. And I don't want to be mischaracterized as spreading rumors about something that I don't have any, any real cause to believe. Cause I think it would be irresponsible. Uh, I don't know is the answer. And I don't have any evidence either way. That's you can okay. draw your own conclusions about whether somebody who is habitually, um, exchanging, you know, work for favors, would not do it with somebody she spends so much time with um that that's you can speculate as you like uh, i haven't seen any evidence of it he's obviously not willing to broach that subject at all with anyone um and and to be honest with you he was not a feature in my reporting he wasn't really relevant to the story anyway mm -hmm. uh he, he was not a part of it at any point he isn't in any of the leaked emails i have he's just he just doesn't really appear in the story to be honest so i, I don't know the answer to that to be to be truthful i I would be surprised if that was something that happened often or ongoing. It doesn't, I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, I know all these personally, which yeah. is why doing what I do is so dangerous and so outrageous because every time I publish an article, I lose a friend and, and create another feud that I don't even know about, you know? Uh, so I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I suspect that if it ever, I just, I just sort of telegraph this by saying it is pure speculation. I suspect if it ever did happen, once or twice. I don't think it was an ongoing thing. And I doubt whether he's the kind of guy to exchange work for favors. I think he probably did it. He probably did it just to orbit her, if you like. Um, I, I think, I think uh, Stefan's probably the kind of guy who, who would have helped her out without even getting anything in return. Um, just, just for the, for the mission and because he liked her and because she was pretty, I, I would guess, but I, I, I don't know. Very, very, very absolute last question I'm going to ask. And it's a serious one. I want to end on a serious note. How short yes. is Ben Shapiro? <laughs> oh, oh, so so short. It's like like the short. No, honestly, you know if you if you you know when you see those little people, you know like like I will tell you I will tell you just just because then and then I really do have to go. Yeah, no um, problem. Uh, Peter Dinklage uh, looks down on him. Wow. Guys, ever see eye to eye on things? Just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh man, that, 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 I couldn't have had a better answer to end yeah. on. Uh, but normally, I'd ask our guests like where I can find people like you mm -hmm. on. But for you, I'm gonna have to ask: Is there anywhere we can find you? Uh, Telegram is that? Look, if if any of you are remembering the glory days of Twitter when I was ruling the platform. Um, <laughs> And yeah. Leslie Jones. That, that brief, bright arc of brilliance <laughs> uh, on Twitter. I am, I am, I have to say, really getting into Telegram and using it much the same as I did before, except now I'm even smarter and even funnier and even more wicked and ruthless and horrendous. So um, I would go to Telegram. If you don't know what it is, just look up Telegram, like, you know, old school Telegram. Uh, it, it's, a, you, it's an app. You can get it in the browser. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, uh, my channel 
is Milo Official with no spaces or punctuation, just Milo Official. So just search for Milo Official, you'll find me. I just started and I've got about 20,000 subscribers so far. Wow. This is going to be my primary platform for news and jokes and all the rest of it. And everything else, I'm I'm trying to practice what I preach. I don't like people wasting all their energy on social media and wasting all their good stuff on tweets and posts and all the rest of it. I'm trying to focus my work on actually producing content, which means that moving forward, a lot of my stuff is going to be books. Mm. So you can always go to Amazon. Uh, I wrote a book recently, a little, well, little, especially little ones, just little cheap things that you can read quickly that are just fun. So I did a, a long essay, a bit like the essay I did about um, uh, about those those gay video producers. I did mm. another one uh, longer on, on medieval studies, on social justice warriors in medieval studies. <laughs> we know somebody in medieval studies. We've got we've we've got a story of somebody like that. Yeah, we'll okay. talk about that one later. Tell me about tell me about it often. Maybe I'll add it to the uh, I'll add it to the essay. When yeah. <laughs> so, so there's uh, the medieval studies, which is the most unlikely, hilarious um, uh, place for social justice warriors to 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 start their entryism, but they have they are. So uh, I've I've got an essay called Middle Rages, which is up, and it's uh, Amazon pricing is always a mystery, but the paperback is like six dollars ninety five at the moment. So go get that. I wrote a book, How to Be Poor, uh, <laughs> and my new one. Um, I'm just I'm currently concocting, putting together now uh, a little series. They're going to be. It's, I'm going to call it my twelve rules. <laughs> I'm going to do 12, uh, 12, <laughs> 12 uh, books, uh, how to, you know, how to be white, how to be black, how to be gay, how to be straight, how to be a woman, how to be disabled. Uh, so, how, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm currently uh, writing the next one in the series after how to be poor. You're an uh, expert in all those things. <laughs> What? I said you're an expert in all those things. <laughs> I'm an expert in everything. Uh, but, but I'm going to... Look, look, it's this is silly idea that if you're not X, then you can't write or speak about X. This, right. is just, this is just social justice garbage. Actually, diversity departments should be staffed exclusively by rich, straight white men because they don't have skin in the game. You know, they're disinterested. <laughs> that's a good point. That's yeah. why yeah. really good should point. all be rich, straight white men because they're not, they're not, um, they're not uh, vulnerable to the inevitable biases that come with being part of these minority groups. Anyway, this is a conversation for another day. But, yeah. but at, from my position as a, a well-educated, uh, wealthy white uh, man, I am communicating my wisdom to various different minority groups. Because I think I think blacks in America are getting it wrong. They're, they're doing black wrong. Um, and I think gays are doing gay wrong. They're gaying wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Word of the day, oh, gay. Show them the way. <laughs> no, look, there's lots of homosexuals that are gaying wrong. Um, there are women women who are womaning wrong. And I'm going to set them all straight, as it were. Um, so, uh, this, is a, this is a 12-part series. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm going to call it my 12 rules for life. Um, and, and this is my 12-part series on, on for, aimed at all these different various uh, minority groups helping them to see the error of their ways, leading them away from this and away from this hateful nonsense that they've been uh, doing. Uh, and, and so I, I am I am the Grand Marshal for the Straight Pride Parade in Boston. Yeah, uh, on August yeah. 31st. congrats. So the, so the next installment of the How To series is going to be How To Be Straight. And that's going to be out in about a month. Uh, so you'll be able to find that on Amazon in about a month. And I'll, be, of course, be talking about it and posting about it and joking about it on Telegram. Great, great stuff. Uh, and like he said before, you can follow him on Telegram at t.me forward slash Milo Fisher. Or like he said, just search Milo Fisher. will be the one with a lot of subscribers. So definitely join that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Milo, for coming on. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on here. It was an you absolute pleasure. You are welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, and, uh, and, and follow up with me about the various things we've been talking about. 
because there's things I can tell you privately that I can't tell you. Um, thank you so much, guys. Thank God bless. you. Yes, Take thank care. you very much. Take care. Take care. Bye bye.